Welcome to the Voices of the Goddess podcast. We believe that there is a goddess inside each and every one of us. When we use our voice to share that goddess, we support and uplift each other. Join us each week as we interview women to receive the message of their goddess within. Hi, everybody. We're so happy to have you here with us today and very excited for our guests. But let me introduce myself first. And my name is Allison Mancini. I'm a holistic nutritionist and I'm here with my amazing sidekick. Hi, I'm Julietta, the Magical PT. Welcome to Voices of the Goddess podcast, where we interview other women because we know every single one of us has a goddess inside and we're filled with information that we may not know it, but That is information that someone else out in our audience needs to support them in becoming the goddess they are meant to be. So Ahuva, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us today. Will you please introduce yourself to our audience? Tell them a little bit about who you are and what you do. Thank you so much, Julieta. It's my pleasure to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me. Um, I'm a naturopathic doctor and licensed acupuncturist, and I specialize in homeopathic rapid weight loss. I'm also a professor of alternative medicine at Everglades University in uh, Miami, Florida. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining awesome. us. And we met Ahuva because, well, I met Ahuva because we are in BNI. Um, networking group and she and I met each other that way and I have heard amazing stories about your weight loss so I would highly recommend if you are struggling or looking for some help with that you need to reach out to um, Ahuva and we will make sure we'll have all her, her information in the comments below and on the show notes for the podcast and all that great stuff but let's go ahead and dive into the questions so Ahuva what is your superpower or what would it be if you had a superpower So I would have to say that my superpower is the same superpower as all women. And that is the ability to juggle and multitask many things such as business, family, responsibilities, um, life. It's that it's that life balance work. Um, We kind of we wear many hats, you know, so uh, I (laughs) think. I love that. And that is so, so true. We do wear so many hats. I mean, I just think about in a day, all the different things that we all do. And I know, how old are your children now? So my daughter's 12 and my stepson is 14 and my stepdaughter is 11. Yeah. So you have your hands full. Mine are adulting now. So, but they're still work. It doesn't matter if they're two or they're 30, they're still work. But um, yeah. yeah, that's a, that's an amazing superpower. And I agree with you. Most women um, find that they have that superpower. They didn't even know that they had it. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> awesome. So our next question we are going to ask you and we are getting we love asking this question. And I know it's hard to pick just one. But if you can, what is your favorite book or the book that has impacted you the most? So I love this question because nowadays it seems like since the internet, people don't read books as much, but um, I actually named my daughter Ariella after my favorite author, Aria Kaplan. So Ariella means lioness of God and Arya means lion in Hebrew. And Aria Kaplan has written over 50 books and wow. it's um, they're all based on spirituality and like 
um, metaphysical concepts, um, esoteric um, concepts. And he really brought like a lot of the ancient practices and rituals from the Bible to life because he tells you like the deeper meaning behind the rituals. So he's my favorite author, but I, I hate to say this because it sounds so cliche and I'm really, I don't consider myself a religious person. I, I consider myself to be more of a spiritual person, but if I have to pick one book, it's going to have to be the Bible. <laughs> That's awesome. Sorry, I was muted because I have puppies in the background and they were being uh, <laughs> That's you know what? That's amazing. And we have had, you know, we have a wide diversity of guests here. We've had people that have read books like who we had one guest that she her one of her books is it's in Spanish though, the Bible, right? Wasn't that uh, it's in all languages? I mean well, of course, right. And yeah. but she the one book that she liked, I don't think it was a Bible, but it was something related to, and it was all in Spanish. Like you, it's not whatever the book was. You can't trans. It's not available in English. We'll put it that way. It's available oh. in other language. So it wasn't the actual Bible. It was something similar. Um, yeah. But I love, absolutely love. I have never heard of that author before. Do you remember yeah. any titles of some of the books that the, he's written? Um, Inner Space is one. You can find his um, books on Amazon. He, he passed away. He actually died at a very young age. I think he was 48, hmm. um, but he accomplished so much in his short life. Um, he was a master physicist and he was um, uh, awarded for his accomplishments in his field. In addition to, um, you know, he was a rabbi, he was an author, he really did so much. Hmm. Um, and, and just a quick uh, reason why I enjoy the Bible is that there's so much wisdom and so many things that we can apply to our lives today. I mean, some people think of it as like um, an unrelatable like history book, but there's a lot that actually um, we can learn from it. And as I mentioned before about like how we women juggle so many roles, um, Devorah in the Bible, she was a judge, she was a mother, she was a businesswoman. She was a military leader, like she led the people to war. You know, she was a prophetess. Like this woman like did it all. Like, you know, she was unstoppable. And so we have these role models in, in the Bible that, you know, we could strive to to emulate their their ways. That's incredible. Well, and I totally think, you know, like too many people take the Bible as like it's only about being, you know, Christian and you know, if you can take the religion out of it and just focus on the spiritual lessons that are, are in the Bible, it is, you know, a very profound book with lots of wisdom. And um, so if you can, you know, I know the, the religious aspect of it turns people away, but you can totally just set that aside and take in the lessons that are in there without absolutely. Yeah, it's universal wisdom. So you don't, I mean, but the Bible is the baseline for Christians, Jews, and Muslims. So we all, I'm, I'm Jewish. I'm not, I'm not even Christian. So we all have that common thread is like, it's the backbone of the main, you know, spiritual practices of the world. So, but you're right. Like a lot of people nowadays are turned off because, you know, they see so many like horrible things happening in the church and they, they kind of, associate the 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 church with negative things mm -hmm. but but 
the, the truth is that human beings are flawed, but the wisdom in the Bible is pure. So, so yes, there are people who, who let their power corrupt them or get to their head or they do the wrong things with it. But it doesn't mean like, you know, we, there's the expression, it's a horrible expression, but you know, the expression don't throw out the baby with the bathwater. <laughs> so the bathwater is all of the, like, you know, bad things that we hear about in in the church and also different religions all the fanaticism and all of that but the baby is the the wisdom the the truth i love it all i love that and you know what i um in younger when i was in my 20s i spent a lot of time actually studying the bible and i am a history buff like i love that and so what i love if you it's just like you guys are saying if you look at it and it just is so rich. There's so much wisdom. There's so much amazing history that's been that's been um, recorded there. There's so many amazing things that the Bible does have to offer, and the spiritual lessons are incredible. So I love that you brought up that book. I think it's phenomenal, and I'm definitely going to have to look into your the author. It's Aria Kaplan, right? Correct. Correct. And since we're on the, the topic of books, I'll just do one more quick plug. Um, I wrote a book and it's on oh. Amazon <laughs> and it's on Kindle also. And it's called Fantastic Voyage, A Woman's Pursuit of Truth, Beauty and um, Meaning. <laughs> That's what it And so basically um, my first job after acupuncture school, when I got my master's in acupuncture and my naturopathic doctor degrees, I got a job doing acupuncture on a cruise ship. And I did that for two years and I got to travel all around the world. And the book is about all of my adventures that I had all around the world. So That's there's another awesome. fun read. You should totally plot. Listen, I'm trying to write a book. They're not easy to write. So you right. 100% should plug that book. Good for you. That's awesome. Thanks. It's All a right. fun read and, and you don't have to read it in order because the stories are short stories, kind of like chicken soup for the soul, like little inspirational stories. It's 100,000 words. So it's a lot of material, um, but it's it's educational. It You know, you, you learn about different cultures, um, different like worldly things that, you know, especially now with COVID people are traveling less. So it's like a virtual vacation. That's awesome. I love that. <laughs> All right. So our next question, and I'm asking this to someone who is an acupuncturist and alternative, you know, wellness and you teach and everything, but I am super curious. So <laughs> one of the questions we ask all of our guests and something that we are really encouraging the women in our audience to focus on is taking care of themselves, putting themselves first, giving themselves time. So what is your favorite way to take care of you? What is your favorite self-care practice? That's a great question too. So the three pillars of naturopathic medicine are nutrition, physical activity, and lifestyle. So of those three, and they're all so important, if I have to choose one, I'm gonna choose um, physical activity. Um, I love to do sports, all kinds of sports. I recently completed my first um, Spartan race, which is uh, 20 obstacles and 5K. And I'm scheduled in November, God willing, to do my first um, sprint triathlon. And I think that sports are so important, not only for health and physical well-being, but for mental health, for relieving stress. Um, it, you know, the mind, body, and spirit are all interrelated. And when we have too much stress uh, on our minds, you know, our bodies don't function optimally. So I'm going to have to go with exercise for that one. 
Yeah, I agree with you. I actually, it's funny because my post on my profile page on Facebook was about taking the dog and getting out for a walk and getting some movement in. And to be honest with you, I have a packed day. Like I really did not have time to, in my head, did not have time mm -hmm. to make time for getting out and getting some movement and getting a walk in. But I know I, I preach that to people all the time. Like you have to get some movement in. We were not meant to just sit around and we are all doing way too much sitting around right now. So I encourage people. I'm glad you brought that up. Like, and I think it's awesome that you do Spartan races and all that stuff. But also I want our audience to know if you just would get out and go for a walk, <laughs> that's good too. Absolutely, Move, just move, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Walk up some stairs instead of taking the elevator. I was just going to say, like, you know, my, my office is on the second floor and I had to run out to do some errands. And like, it could be so easy to sit and wait for the elevator, but mm -hmm. it's just as it's much quicker to run down the stairs, run back up the stairs. And uh, how many times can I do the stairs in a day? <laughs> right. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. I agree. Are our last question is one that we actually did research. So when Juliet and I decided we wanted to venture into this world of podcasting, um, our amazing marketing person in our BNI chapter suggested you really need to do your research. You need to, you know, talk to your ideal avatar, find out what they really need. And one of the things we found that they were all pretty much requesting help with was accountability, like how to find accountability, how to how to stay accountable. So how do you in your life, because you are juggling a lot, you have your hands full, you have three essentially teenagers and you're working and you teach and you're part of BNI and you do all kinds of, I'm sure, other things, Spartan races. How do you hold yourself accountable? So um, I use those old fashioned day planners. I, you know, I don't have my calendar on my phone. I just, I write everything down. Oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> so I, I create like goals for myself daily, you know, and also for the year. And I just, I like to check things off as I accomplish them. Like, you know, I have this podcast on my day planner and when we're finished, I'll check it off. And then I see like, you know, once in a while, some of the, um, items on there don't get checked off. So they roll over, you know, but I try to make sure that I get everything done. And so th that's how I stay accountable to myself. And like with my patients, like, for example, with my weight loss program, we check in on a regular basis. So I don't like just to start somebody on a program and then disappear because if they don't have somebody to be accountable for, you know, it'll be harder for them to achieve their success. And, and I want them to be successful in the program, you know? So, yeah. So just checking in with others and with yourself on a regular basis. Yeah, that's awesome. And I think you bring up a really good point about your program and that you do hold your, your clients accountable and, you know, that even it made me think of like accountability partners or we've interviewed some women that have like an accountability group or, you know, somebody right. that's going to be honest with you. Um, like my accountability partner who's sitting to well on the screen, she's sitting to my left, but I don't I guess to my <laughs> right, whatever. You know, she's the one that holds me accountable, that calls me on is like, hey, you know, you forgot to do this or did you get this done or you know what I mean? Like we all need that. Even when you're 50, you still need that stuff. <laughs> Yeah. Still need someone to keep you accountable, right? Um, but yeah, Absolutely. I'm an old-fashioned girl too. <laughs> I love my day well, planner. I love my day planner. Julietta, I'm glad I'm not use, alone. Yeah. What do you use? Do you count? Oh, Julietta uses this. Her brain. She remembers <laughs> everything. Except for you know, this is something that I've I've spoken about before. That historically, 
I remembered everything. I knew everybody's birthdays. I knew every appointment, every, you know, like you could schedule a dinner with me five months from now and I'd be, I'd wow. be there. Like, but as I'm getting older, I think the, the whole perimenopausal hormonal craziness has done something to my brain. And so I, I don't have the same memory skills that I used to have. And because I had those memory skills before, I never developed the skill of using a planner and writing stuff down because I didn't have to do it. But now I'm finding that I need to. And so it's a skill that I'm really crappy at it right now, but hopefully with practice and time, I'll get better at. Um, I mean, I use my phone to a certain extent. And obviously, like for work, I have patience and, you know, I have a schedule there. But I need to get better at, you know, writing down all those other things that I used to remember without an issue because um, it's not as easy as it used to be. <laughs> Yeah. I also, I have two phones. One is for business and one is for personal. So I text myself messages. So in order to not, (laughs) (laughs) so that I don't forget things. So like sometimes, you know, I'll have a thought and then I'll, and then I don't, I'm afraid that I'll forget it. Maybe I'm a little like OCD or (laughs) type A or something or whatever, but I just want to make sure that it's like part of my checklist. If I don't have my book with me, then every once in a while I'll go into my text messages and like make sure that I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. And then as I do it, then I delete the messages once I've done them. Good. That's a really good idea. Maybe it's time. I've done that emailing and occasionally I text myself, but that might be, uh yeah i might have to take that tip text myself (laughs) i just after i said that i i i felt like a little bit embarrassed that i exposed my uh neurosis (laughs) (laughs) the thing though is is that you know and this is something that and i just i had a massive conversation um with a client yesterday about this is that like we hide so much about ourselves when uh, you know, and I used to do it myself, and now now I'm probably like an overshare or whatever. But all the things that we think are unique to us, somebody else out there is dealing with the same thing. And when when we share that parts of ourselves, it gives other people like it allows them to feel better about themselves. It allows them to share their story with other people. Um, like share away, people share, share, share. Yeah. I'm like you also probably overshare, but. (laughs) Yeah, but I think it's encouraging. And that's, that is one of the reasons that we wanted to do this podcast and why we started it because we wanted our audience. We wanted women to hear from other women that we all struggle with the same things. We all have things that we don't do well, or, you know, we're challenged by and, and the more you can be transparent. You know, I think that that's, it's good for people to see that it's real. And a lot of what we're not seeing these days is very real. So it's a lot of, you know, so, all right. So we are to our takeaway part of our interview. So this is the part where we share one thing about the interview, something we're going to take and apply to our own life or something that an aha moment or something that just really stood out to us. So Julieta, you get to start. (laughs) Awesome. And there's some construction over here. I don't know how much that's coming through. So I'm trying to keep myself mic now, but um, 
this was like a, a big aha for me. So when you were talking about keeping your clients accountable, one of the things that I talk about a lot with my clients, and some of you are out there listening probably, um, but you know, physical therapy isn't just about coming in when you're hurt to get better, but you're far better off you know, doing preventative care. And mm -hmm. so typically people come to me when they do have a problem, but then once they get you know, recovered from that problem, then, you know, the conversation is, you know, you really should come in on a more regular basis to keep everything in your body balanced so you don't end up being in pain again. And they're all like, yeah, that's a great idea. I'm going to do that. And then they forget. And mm -hmm. I get to find a way to help them not forget and help them be accountable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> so great. Like yeah. that's a huge takeaway, Julietta. I love that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So my takeaway is that I could eventually need two phones, but we're going to hold off on that for now. <laughs> <laughs> no, my takeaway actually is I want to check into Ari, Aria Kaplan. I have not heard of that author. I'm very intrigued. Um, I'm going to look into it and I need to check out Ahuva's book because it sounds like a very fun read. And I think I'm a little envious. I, I, two of my girlfriends and I in college talked about going and work because we were in Michigan in college and we talked about how great it would be to be, go work on the cruise ships for a year just mm -hmm. for fun. And then I got engaged and got married. So I didn't do it. So I'm a little envious and I feel like I'm gonna have to live vicariously through Ahuva's book on her voyages. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, that sounds really cool. So that's my takeaway. So Ahuva, okay. what is your takeaway today? Um, Julieta's last remark about, you know, not being afraid to expose yourself, um, so to speak, because being honest and authentic is really like how we connect with other people and something that we might be embarrassed of might be something that helps somebody else to feel free and supported. And um, so I guess just to be more authentic and, you know, not be afraid to share my truth. <laughs> I think that's awesome. I love that. Julietta, do you want to wrap us up? I can wrap us up. So first of all, thank you, Ahuva, for joining us today. It was very nice to meet you virtually. And I think that we need to talk outside this meeting too, like given our, our professional, um, similarities or, um, and of course, we want to thank our audience for joining us as always. And if you've liked what you've heard today on the show, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, to our podcast, please share it with your girlfriends. Um, and any of the information that you've heard on the show today, we will have the links, um, contact information in the comments, in the show notes, so you can, um, connect with all of that information. And so thank you, everyone. It's been a pleasure having you on here and um, have a magical day. You too. Thank you. Thanks, Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.